Greetings everyone, this is Sangeeta Laura Biagi. I'm recording this episode on Monday, November 7th, 2022. On Tuesday, we will have a full moon in Taurus with a lunar eclipse. The sun is in Scorpio right now and the moon will be in Taurus. Eclipses occur at particular times in the year when the sun, the earth and the moon are aligned from the point of view of the earth, of course. And in this case, the earth will be between the sun and the moon, casting a shadow on the full moon. At times of eclipses, there is a stirring of energies. Eclipses have been venerated for millennia because they are quite a mystery. Think about this. The sun, our star, is millions of times bigger than the moon, but it's also millions of times further away from the point of view of the earth. So that for us humans, the sun and the moon almost look like they are the same size, but of course they aren't. So it's quite a, it's quite a, really a, a magic uh, that we can um, observe from this planet. So there's a tendency during eclipses, especially on a full moon, to um, feel a surge of energy a rising of the energy. This is uh, mapped on the planet um, by the rising of the tides, the rising in blood pressure, also the rising in emotions, memories, thoughts. There's an acceleration, a ripening, a swelling, if you will, to, um, of, of physical, physiological, emotional, mental states. So one um, aspect of yoga, one of the benefits of yoga that we can truly uh, benefit from at times like this is the capacity to relax, to have an active relaxation, to create and choose an active relaxation. Scorpio, Scorpio season now, but Scorpio sun, so when in the Northern Hemisphere we are through the fixed period of the fall brings up uh, quite a bit of debris from the depths of our psyche. There could be lessons that we need to learn. There could be physical medical check-ins and check-ups that are, you know, due. There could be memories that come back from the past that require for us to forgive, to being forgiven, to apologize, to turn away, all sorts of different possibilities. But it's definitely a moment of um, assessment and it's a moment of real, real, real raw honesty. It's um, tough, to be honest. It's tough to recognize where our flaws have gotten the best of us, where what in yoga are called the kleshas, you know, our obstacles on the path, particularly our ignorance, our survival instinct, where they have come up in our relationships, family, 
romantic, professional, spiritual, <laughs> where have they come up? And there may be a desire or more than a desire, a compulsion to act, a compulsion to fix things. But we should be aware that it's best not to follow the compulsion to fix things at this time. Fixing things will only create more stress because life cannot be fixed. Life can be lived in a flow. So rather than fixing, let's learn to relax. Relax in the feeling of what is there. Relax in the awareness of how you feel. Relaxing in the capacity to love yourself. And forgiving yourself while at the same time learning the lessons and striving to become a better person. When the outside reality requires a dramatic change or a fixing, it is best to act with allies around you, with people who can be an honest soundboard for you. And try avoid avoiding the compulsion to go at it alone because our choices in how to fix things may not be the most appropriate or the most um, effective. So how do we relax? The best way to relax is to breathe. I always go back there. <laughs> I always go back to the breath because it is in the expansion of the inhale that I can feel whether I am truly relaxed or not. When I'm unable to take a full inhale within the capacity of my physical, physiological body at this time, of course, when I'm unable to take a full inhale, I feel where in my body the resistance is. And it's always best to begin with the body, with the physical body, because the mind has a hard time understanding the mind. <laughs> but when we analyze and we take care of our body, then we have a ripple effect on our mind. So deep breaths, relaxing in the present, allowing memories to come up, thoughts to come up, and then always process them through the breath. And calm down, relax, calm down. Because even if you made the worst possible mistakes, or even when you are in the most terrible condition, learning how to breathe for you may allow you to maintain a state of health that is required right now. So I hope this helps and I know it's just a seed 
because our lives are so different and they're some of our lives are so complex that thinking, oh, I can just use a breath, you know, may feel like nothing. But without breath, there's no energy. And without energy, you cannot think, act, and choose properly. So even though this may sound really simplistic and superficial, the breath of life is what truly we have you know, and what we can truly manage. From here, we can manage so many other aspects of our lives. So, sending a big hug to everyone. Many blessings. May, may you be happy and healthy and safe. Namaste.